0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Monday and we are back in Russia for a couple of weeks. So we came back from Valencia and from Inspire Food or Future of Food conference organized by EIT Food, um, the biggest organization around food policies in Europe. Probably um, that was uh, independently from formed independently from the government. I mean, and so the conference was all about um, ideas uh, and collaborations and projects that we could work on to recreate our food system to create a better food system. And we also, you know, um, there was uh, Anthony Warner, he's um, a food blogger, the angry chef that you can find him uh, on social media and online in general. He's a writer, he's a blogger, um, popular columnist chef. Uh, And um, there was also a comedian uh, who uh, taught us the Value of humor in presenting any of our ideas and uh, food ideas, including, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, if you want, if you want to bring any ideas into the public, into mainstream, we gotta make it fun and we gotta make it entertaining and engaging, uh, and um, that goes to any idea, any um, sorts of the message that we want to spread around and make it mainstream. Anyhow, we talked um, at the conference about the future of our food system and what it means a better food system, right? And we all agreed that the food system needs to provide uh, nutrition that we all human beings need in the mo- in the easiest way. It also got to be sustainable. It got to be you know good for the planet. Uh, it got to put back the resources that we take from our land. We got to use our land and our earth resources responsibly. We also agreed that this kind of food, nutritious, good quality food, should be available to everyone. And even though um, world hunger dropped by uh, 27% I believe uh, we still have about 800 million people who go hungry and undernourished um, in different countries around the world and not just you know in underdeveloped countries or still developing countries like maybe some countries in India or in Southeast Asia and in Africa in South America um, but also in um, the most developed countries like the um, United Kingdom or United States uh, um everywhere the problem of hunger and food inequality uh, it exists and sometimes it grows even though again world hunger dropped a lot so it means that we are moving um, but also that we still have some but it also means that we still have some work to do so we talked about different diets and our food systems, and uh, what are some of the negative effects or um, negative sides of our food system? Like, for example, we are still focused, you know, on yields, on um, increasing calories per person, even though in a developed countries so where we all are, who are on this podcast. Uh, um, we don't have the problem of getting enough calories. We have too many calories, and that's the problem with you know all the um, lifestyle diseases so when people eat too much or the foods that do not supply nutrition needs but supply more than enough calories, hijacking our brain to make it to make us eat more. And plus, we uh, waste a lot of food. Uh, we don't know how to manage our food behaviors, we don't know how to make proper food choices and food system doesn't help us to do that. Um, We grow and produce our food unsustainably, getting resources, too many resources, but never putting anything bad in our back in our environment. And with growing population, um, that is going to be uh, what they predict about 10 billion people by 2050. Uh, we can't do that anymore. Uh, we uh, will get more resources from our earth that we then we can sustainably maintain for especially for our growing population. So anyhow there are so many aspects to our food system that we still need to work on. Um and of course one of of those that uh, I'm really passionate about and I refocused people at the conference was the nutrition value of our foods because we can have the most sustainable and wasteless food system in the world, but if we um, can't feed ourselves and support our health with that, then it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter if the system is sustainable, if you're all going to die of some sort of malnutrition or degenerative diseases. So uh, we not only need to focus on sustainability, but we also got to focus on nutrition and on health um, of our foods. Uh, And even though some people believe that it's not important, then, you know, we just got to eat everything little by little. But the problem with our food system is that it, it creates too many Empty foods that do not supply, that do not um, give us, that do not satisfy our nutrition needs, and uh, because we are all rushed, we don't have time uh, for choices, for thinking about all our nutrition needs and learning about them. We are all short on time, and our attention is uh, drawn to so many, into so many directions. We just, a lot of times. Um, make the choices that are not healthy that are not nutritious most of the time and that's how a lot of people um end up being malnourished but overstuffed or overfat. um and so again even though people think that for example different healthy diets or clean eating uh, is just a distraction or it uh, makes it causes more anxiety and more worries i personally believe that um through design of better food system, we do need to implement some restrictions not so much restrictions or to help us consumers to make better choices without us having to have nutrition degree and think about all of these nutrients and diets have a good thing going for them it helps us to save time on choices and to make better for us decisions without um having to you know uh, thinking uh, without having to think about moderation or uh, eating certain uh, foods for their nutrition quality uh, the good things about different diet um theories and the different diet strategies is that helps people you and me and anyone who is trying to be on some sort of diet be that vegan vegetarian or carnivore, or keto diet is it helps us uh, to some degree to make better for us choices right even though they're not perfect uh but they eliminate a lot of choice and a lot of anxieties um most often they're not helping us to make better food choices, not eating all the junk that is available and that is advertised aggressively to us, uh, you know, uh, at this point in our food system, in our supermarkets, no matter where you shop for food uh, unhealthy food is really aggressively advertised to us and we make those poor choices not because we love health, unhealthy food so much and we are or we are so crazy about it, but because it's everywhere and it's basically uh, stuffed into our mouths by being, you know, at a checkout, by being so readily available everywhere whereas uh, in order for you to get healthy nutritious foods, you've got to go extra mile you know um you gotta pass through all this advertising uh you gotta uh, educate yourself a little bit more to make better nutrition choices you gotta cook more you gotta put effort and energy into that uh and that's why you know healthy eating is uh, so much more difficult not because we have we just you know, love that again, fast food and processed food so much, but because healthy food at the moment is more difficult to eat and to obtain. And, uh, very often it's, uh, pricier. that's what I hear from a lot of my clients, you know, they don't eat healthy food all the time, not because they don't like it, but because it's just too inconvenient or too difficult or too complicated. And also the price, you know, for a lot of people is an issue, um, and that's why a lot of people, especially people who are with the, um, lower incomes or um, just people who need to watch their budget, you know, because of their family or because of something else, um, the price is also an in, in issue. And um, in the book that I'm reading right now, The Way We Eat Now, How the Food Revolution Has Transformed Our Lives, Our Bodies, and Our World, there, there is even statistics uh, uh, saying that when the price for healthy food drops... People get healthier by eating that um, less expensive food. So uh, the less expensive healthy food is, the more convenient it is, the healthier people eat. So we are we know what is good for us and what is healthy, but uh, at this time our food system just doesn't make us... Uh, doesn't motivate us to eat healthier to eat better instead uh advertising to us and promoting and making it so cheap and convenient all the unhealthy foods and i believe that's uh an unethical aspect of our food system that needs to be changed. Uh, healthy, good for us behaviors need to be promoted. It's not like that I'm saying that we shouldn't sell soda or we shouldn't sell this or that. I'm just saying that we should good for for us options make more convenient, more affordable, more available. And not good for us options we should make you know available, but not heavily promoted, not aggressively promoted, not being so cheap and so convenient. And uh, uh, just being offered everywhere, so that's what I believe we need to do. Um, but before we do that, before you know, healthy choices are available and uh, more convenient, yeah, and are easy to make. Uh, today, I want to, to give you again the. Uh, basic rules of healthy eating, how you, without having to be on any sorts of diet or counting your calories or macros or micros, without counting anything, how to change your eating behavior uh, to um, to eat better and ultimately to feel better, to have more health and to not having to struggle with all sorts of degenerative diseases or lack of energy uh, or lack of enthusiasm uh, for life, uh, not having... struggle with all that how to eat healthy simple so um, these are a few uh, rules and shortcuts that will help you to navigate our uh, not so healthy food system so number one things to avoid um sugars all sorts of added sugars um be that honey be that any sorts of um high fructose syrup corn syrup cane syrup i know evaporated cane juice uh basically do not have added uh, sugars and um that also connects to one of the rules that I'll tell you later. But by not having processed foods with a lot of ingredients, you're gonna avoid um, a lot of pro- a lot of added sugars by default. So uh, the next thing to avoid is processed grains, and by processed grains I mean um, anything that is not a whole grain. So any bread, any pasta, any. Um, Anything made into flour from greens, uh, it's not great for you guys. All the research shows that. So, sugars, processed greens, um, vegetable oils like sunflower, safflower. Again, research shows that the more vegetable oils you eat, the more oxidized fats you eat. Um, that's why, you know, fried food is so bad for you. Um, not that the temperature is bad, it's the oil that is added that is bad for you. So, vegetable oil, sunflower, safflower, canola, cotton cottonseed. Um, all of these oils guys eliminate them and they're everywhere in prepared foods pre-packaged foods uh, uh, all the cooked meals almost all of them all the restaurants all the takeouts that's why uh, you need to um, either cook your food in advance you know meal prep cooking bulk or get it from a place that doesn't use those oils find out that Uh, guys, that is a huge um, health and uh, fat gain contributor. Um, So dairy products, we already talked on the last episode about the quality of our dairy. So dairy products, the way they are produced right now, they're bad for you, guys. That's plain and simple. If you're not getting your food from some farm, uh, your dairy from some farm, then this dairy is going to cause inflammation and all sorts of digestive issues. And yeah, I'm not going to kill you right away, but guys, you're Die sooner with more diseases, so that's all I'm saying. Uh, so this is the foods to avoid. Rule number two is how to actually eat your meals, healthy meals. So each of your meal, three quarters of your plate should be all sorts of colorful and green vegetables, cooked or fresh. Uh, then you gotta have um, like a hand size portion of your protein-rich food, and those are fish, those are eggs, those are um, poultry, those are um, any sorts of meat. Um, The better quality, of course, the better it is for you. I'm not going to talk in details about quality here, but so three quarters of your plate is vegetables, uh, one quarter is healthy protein, and then um, you can have like... um, a cup of cooked, you know, rice or beans or a quinoa, whatever uh, grain or starch, or sweet potato, so starch. All you know, a cup per meal. Uh, having, for example, three meals a day. That's more than you need, guys. So this is a basic blueprint for your healthy meals. So again, vegetables, again, protein, and starchy things like um, sweet potatoes or some beans or some whole grains. Um, rule number three. Is uh, don't snack, have three meals, guys. So, again, really simple no snacking, three meals or two meals, whatever you feel like, but no snacks. Um, number four, leave desserts for special occasions, uh, and those special occasions shouldn't be more than once a week. And for it's not like you're gonna have a whole cake, have um, a small portion. Even better, share it with someone. So desserts should be saved for special occasions. If you can eat something every day, it doesn't mean you should. So if you can have sugar every day, it doesn't mean you should. As simple as that, guys. Um, That comes from my personal and professional experience, you know, as a nutritionist, as um, a health coach. So desserts should be once in a while special occasions kind of thing and uh, any sorts of added sugar including in that um and then last but not least number 5 is don't buy packaged foods um or all Sorts of snacky foods, packaged foods, anything that is not whole foods, don't buy it on a regular basis. First of all, don't snack, right? And then, second of all, have packaged foods as an emergency situation. Um, and by packaged foods, again, I mean processed foods with a lot of ingredients, um, with preservatives, with any colorings, all of this. Have it is um, no matter what the macros are, you know, have it once in a while, not every single day. Um, That's it, to sum it up again, guys, five rules for healthy eating without having to be on any diet or count anything. So things to avoid, sugar, processed grains, vegetable oils, dairy products. Uh, Number two, when you eat your meals, eat your vegetables green and colorful, non-starchy, three-quarters of your plate, hand-sized portion of protein-rich foods, like fish, like eggs, like poultry, like meat, like organ meats, Uh, and then um, have um, a cup or a handful of starchy stuff, like um, whole grains or um, like quinoa, for example, or buckwheat, um, and then, or beans or sweet potatoes. So, and that is, healthy meal blueprint. Number three, guys, don't snack, have meals. Number four, uh, leave desserts for special occasions. And number five, leave packaged foods with a lot of ingredients for emergency situation. It's not a good quality meal or meal substitution, um, guys. Um, And uh, for dessert, Uh, for your mind, uh, I'm going to read you a few uh, interesting uh, quotes that I find to be um, very interesting and informative um, and also useful. Uh, So I'm going to read you from a book that I just finished, The Way We Eat Now, How the Food Revolution Has Transformed Our Lives, Our Bodies, and Our World. Um, So, for example, a small study published in 2017 involving 16 people with type 2 diabetes found that leaving carbohydrates to the end of the meal and eating protein and vegetables first First. So basically you eat, for example, your meal of vegetables, of protein, and I don't know, beans or some greens, right? So um, if you eat your vegetables and your protein first, and then you eat your starchy foods or whatever carbohydrates are left, like for example, food, um, then that lowers your blood sugar more effectively than eating carbohydrates first. So again, vegetables and proteins, plus, guys, it has the additional benefit of um, stimulating your appetite or making you less hungry when you eat your vegetables and your protein first, especially if you take, take time and chew well, and your carbohydrates, and you will have less hunger. For your carbohydrates and that will help you to manage your satiety better and also will help you to uh, reduce weight and maintain weight much much easier Um, the second thing that i really love to read to you guys um is about bread you know how it seems like everybody these days is trying to avoid gluten or um, bread or something and they say that one-third of population in the US, for example, is trying to avoid gluten in some sort, in some way or the other. Uh, but also uh, it seems that um, allergies or some sort of sensitivities to gluten are on the rise. And one of the reasons might be that the kind of bread and pastries and processed grain products that are available on the market today. So I'm gonna read you something about Sourdough bread that was the only bread bread that that was available before our food revolution and before we kind of transformed sourdough bread into um, modern bread that is fast and is not done the same way as sourdough um, used to be made. It's still made, uh, but most bread that you find commercially available um, is bread that is not sourdough. And so sourdough... It uses a um, special starter with microbes. And those microbes digest gluten, meaning that real sour should either be low in, glu- or gl- in gluten or gluten-free. Um, so basically what it means is the way our bread used to be made um, with these microbes and time that allowed those microbes to eat the gluten or digest gluten, uh, all of it, or part of it, and um, also lowering the uh, carbohydrates uh, um, in that bread. So why a lot of people are sens- more sensitive to gluten these days or, or have problems digesting bread and processed grain products is because um, most of the bread, again, makers, they're not using those microbes. And so all the gluten that is available in wheat products or other grains that have gluten, like rye, for example, so all this gluten is eaten by people. Whereas before, in the times of sourdough, microbes and thyme would eliminate a huge, huge part of that gluten. And that's why people didn't have problems with that bread that much, because it was made In a different way. And so, guys, um, if you are not someone who wants to give up bread completely, then um, opt out for sourdough bread. So uh, do the research, figure out where it's made, where you can get fresh, good quality sourdough, maybe from a bakery that can be delivered to you, or maybe from your um, local shop. Um, Sourdough is... um, the bread that's going to be the most beneficial to your gut. And it's also going to be much lower in carbohydrates and much lower in gluten. So um, if you have problems with non-sour bread, you might not have problems with sour bread, guys. So try it out and... Um... And see, uh, that's um, something interesting that I read to you from Food Unfolded magazine that I got at the conference, at the Future of Food conference. Um, So today, guys, to sum up, I give you the few rules, guidelines to make better eating choices. If you have questions about any of those guidelines, always feel free to reach out. Um, Don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, For the rest of the week uh, for food school, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be doing, but it's going to be something practical, something that will help you make better uh, food choices. I'm going to be doing quite a few interviews this week also. So um, next week we will have uh, more guests on the podcast. Um, In conclusion, guys, um, food is not just fuel. Food delivers nutrients that are essential for life, for your health, and your well-being. Our body is very resilient, and it won't... Suffer profoundly right away when you don't eat all the nutrients that you need. But it will suffer. And the more the more often you lack essential nutrients, you know, fatty acids, vitamins, and minerals, the more you're going to suffer later in life. Uh, and also you might be suffering already by not having enough energy, by not being in the best mental state, by not having energy to exercise, by having pain or inflammation. You know, all these things that doctors will tell you, you know, They just the signs of your body mysteriously breaking down. Those all things um, can be eliminated by nutrition for the most part. Um, So. Choose the most nutritious foods available to you. They are worth it because your life worth it, your health worth it, and you're gonna be you're gonna have so much better food experience if you eat the healthiest diet possible and available to you. Um, also, guys, uh, wanted to remind you that an express coaching session where I'm gonna help you navigate your food environment, your lifestyle environment to feel better, to look better, uh, to maintain and lose weight. Uh, express session with me is available to you. Sign up using the link in the show notes. Uh, Have an awesome week. Uh, Do something that is meaningful to you. Uh, Aspire to inspire others to do the same. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.